uh, I think most people in evangelicalism, when they see a squirrel, thinks of Gene Clyde. It's really strange when you think about it. Decidedly Christian, distinctly biblical, and just a little bit nuts. This is Squirrel Chatter. And welcome to the Piney Woods, ladies and gentlemen. The squirrel is back in town. With a voice that's unused to doing uh, podcasts every morning. How are you doing? It's Friday. Yeah, I uh, got back late Tuesday. I know you've been subjected to pre-recorded episodes, but I decided to come live this morning and say hi. Uh, glad to be done. Glad to be back. It was a, a great trip, but it was a long trip. And doing that trip twice with about six weeks between them was too soon. <laughs> I was about halfway down and I'm like, this is just too soon to be doing this road trip again. I got the stats for the road trip. Here they are. It took three days down. I was there for four days because I stayed through church on Sunday. And then it was three days back. Um, but of course, the three days back and the th four days down, that last day overlaps because um, I went to church and then I left right after church. So I guess three and a half days down and two and a half days back. But anyway, I drove 3,748.4 miles. That's the total round-trip mileage. And that took me 54.9 hours of driving. And this is based on the, uh, the trip meter on the Kia Soul that I had rented for the trip. Um, the Kia Soul is interesting. The trip meter has hours on it. And I've, I've never seen a trip meter that also how many hours of driving it just usually is miles but i i wrote it down dutifully so that i would have that to share with you so yeah 3748.4 miles there and back again uh, but it was a good trip it was a great uh, great class um good to see everybody and hang out with everybody and and uh, the class was great and and just overall a very good trip um, I must say I enjoyed it, um, but I'm glad to be home. Very glad to be home because I'm kind of tired of traveling for the moment. And the only big trip I've got coming up, to the best of my knowledge, is heading down to Shepherd's Conference in March. So it'll be short trips between here and there, heading to, uh, you know, volleyball games and, and whatnot as I drive for the high school, but uh, not not doing a, another big multi-day road trip for a while, which makes me happy because much as I enjoyed the road trip, I'm glad to be home and I'm glad to be back here live with you. Also want to note that today is Gary Kim's birthday. So happy birthday, Gary. Gary is the president of 316 Publishing, Steadfast Bibles, the uh, the publisher of the Legacy Standard Bible. So uh, happy birthday, Gary. Uh, don't know how old he is. Wouldn't share you if I did. All right. Well, let us begin then, as is, and Darby the Hamsters 
all of a sudden making all sorts of noise. Yep, there she is. She is in her little plastic tunnel eating an apple biscuit and making loud, crunchy noises, which I must put up with. So, all right, let's pull up our notes here and get ready to get going. Um, excuse me. Uh, today is October 7th. I haven't said that yet. It's Friday, October 7th. I said it's Gary Kim's birthday. Excuse me. Um, our scripture reading today, and, and again, this is where they're jumping around with Jeremiah. So I'm interested. Uh, I, I know I've noted this before because I've used this reading program many times. This is probably the fourth or fifth time I've used this particular reading schedule to read through the Bible. So I've noticed this before, but I've never really thought about why they're doing it. But they're jumping chapters in Jeremiah. This is our, our scripture reading today. Jeremiah 25, 35, 36, and 45. Now, I did look at the schedule, and it does fill in all of these, but... Uh, they're, they're, I think they're attempting a chronological order of the reading of the chapters, that perhaps the chapters in the book are not written in chronological order. Um, then uh, Psalm 133 and James chapter 3. So, without further ado, let us pray. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou them, O God, which confess their faults. Restore thou them that are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Now our prayer for the reading of the word. Blessed Lord, who hast caused all holy scripture to be written for our learning, grant that we may in such wise hear them, read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest them, that by patience and comfort of thy holy word we may embrace and ever hold fast the blessed hope of everlasting life, which thou hast given us in our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. And now, Jeremiah 25. The word that came to Jeremiah concerning all the people of Judah in the fourth year of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah. That was the first year of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, which Jeremiah the prophet spoke to all the people of Judah and to all the inhabitants of Jerusalem, saying, from the thirteenth year of Josiah, the son of Ammon, king of Judah, even to this day, these twenty-three years, the word of Yahweh has come to me, and I have spoken to you, rising up early and speaking, but you have not listened. And Yahweh has sent to you all his slaves, the prophets, rising up early and sending, but you have not listened, nor inclined your ear to hear, saying, Turn now everyone from his evil way and from the evil of your deeds and live on the ground which Yahweh has given you to you and your fathers forever and ever. And do not walk after other gods to serve them and to worship them. And do not provoke me to anger with the work of your hand. And I will bring no evil against you. 
Yet you have not listened to me, declares Yahweh, in order that you might provoke me to anger with the works of your hands to, to your own evil demise. Therefore, thus says Yahweh of hosts, Because you have not listened to my words, behold, I will send and take all the families of the north, declares Yahweh, and I will send to Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, my servant, and I will bring them against this land and against its inhabitants and against all these surrounding nations. And I will devote them to destruction and make them an object of horror and of hissing, an everlasting waste place. Moreover, I will make the voice of joy and the voice of gladness, the voice of the bridegroom and the voice of the bride, the sound of the millstones and the light of the lamp to perish from them. This whole land will be a waste place and an object of horror, and these nations will serve the king of Babylon seventy years. Then it will be, when the seventy years are fulfilled, that I will punish the king of Babylon and that nation, declares Yahweh, for their iniquity, even the land of the Chaldeans, and I will make it an everlasting desolation. I will bring upon that land all my words which I have spoken against it, all that is written in this book which Jeremiah has prophesied against all the nations. For many nations and great kings will make slaves of them, even them, and I will repay them according to their deeds and according to the work of their hands. For thus says Yahweh the God of Israel, For thus Yahweh the God of Israel says to me, Take this cup of the wine of the wrath from my hand and cause all the nations to whom I send you to drink it. They will drink and stagger and go mad because of the sword that I will send among them. Then I took the cup from the hand of Yahweh and made all the nations to whom Yahweh sent me drink it, Jerusalem and the cities of Judah and its kings and its princes, to make them a waste place, an object of horror, an object of hissing, and a curse as it is to this day. Pharaoh, king of Egypt, his servants, his princes, and all his people, and all the foreign people, all the kings of the land of Uz, all the kings of the land of the Philistines, even Ashkelon, Gaza, Ekron, and the remnant of Ashdod, Edom, Moab, and the sons of Ammon, and all the kings of Tyre, all the kings of Sidon, and all the kings of the coastlands which are beyond the sea, to Dedan, Tema, Buz, and all who cut the corners of their hair, and all the kings of Arabia, and all the kings of the foreign people who dwell in the desert, and all the kings of Zimri, all the kings of Elam, and all the kings of Midia, and all the kings of the north, near and far, one with another, and all the nations of the earth, which are upon the face of the ground, and the king of Shishak shall drink after them. You shall say to them, Thus says Yahweh of hosts, the God of Israel, Drink, be drunk, vomit, fall, and rise no more because of the sword which I will send among you. And it will be, if they refuse to take the cup from your hand to drink, then you will say to them, Thus says Yahweh of hosts, you shall, you shall surely drink. For behold, I am beginning to bring evil against this city, which is called by my name. But shall you be completely free from punishment? You will not be free from punishment. For I am calling for a sword against all the inhabitants of the earth, declares Yahweh of hosts. Therefore you shall prophesy against them all these words, and you shall say to them, Yahweh will roar from on high and give forth his voice from his holy habitation. He will roar mightily against his pasture. He will bellow a shout like those who tread the grapes against all the inhabitants of the earth. 
A rumbling has come to the end of the earth because Yahweh has a contention against the nations. He is entering into judgment with all flesh, as with the wicked he has given them to the sword, declares Yahweh. Thus says Yahweh of hosts, Behold, evil is going forth from nation to nation, and a great storm is being stirred up from the remotest part of the earth. Those slain by Yahweh on this day will be from one end of the earth to the other. They will not be lamented, gathered, or buried. They will be like dung on the face of the ground. Wail, you shepherds, and cry out, and roll yourself in ashes, you masters of the flock. For the days of your slaughter and your scatterings are being fulfilled, and you will fall like a desirable vessel. Refuge will perish from the shepherds and escape from the mighty ones of the flock. Hear the sound of the cry of the shepherds and the wail of the mighty ones of the flock, for Yahweh is destroying their pasture. And the peaceful pastures are made silent because of the burning anger of Yahweh. He has forsaken his hiding place like the lion, for their land has become an object of horror because of the burning desire of the oppressor and because of his burning anger. And now chapter 35. The word which came to Jeremiah from Yahweh in the days of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, saying, Excuse me. Go to the house of the Rechabites and speak to them and bring them into the house of Yahweh, into one of the chambers, and give them wine to drink. Then I took Jeazaniah, the son of Jeremiah, son of Habazinia, and his brothers, and all his sons, and the whole house of the Rechabites. And I brought them into the house of Yahweh, into the chamber of the sons of Hanan, the son of Igdaliah, a man of God, which was beside the chambers of the officials, which was above the chamber of Maaseiah, the son of Shalem, the doorkeeper. Then I put before the men of the house of the Rechabites pitchers full of wine and cups, and I said to them, Drink wine. But they said, We will not drink wine. For Jonadab, the son of Rechab, our father, commanded us, saying, You shall not drink wine, you are your sons forever. And you shall not build a house, and you shall not sow a seed. And you shall not plant a vineyard or own one. But tents you shall inhabit all your days, that you may live many days in the land where you sojourn. So we have listened to the voice of Jonadab, the son of Rechab, our father, in all that he commanded us, not to drink wine all our days, we, our wives, our sons, or our daughters, nor to build ourselves houses to inhabit, and we will not have a vineyard or a field or a seed. We have only inhabited tents and have listened and have done according to all that Jonadab our father commanded us. But it happened that when Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came up against the land, we said, Come, let us come to Jerusalem before the military force of the Chaldeans and before the military force of the Arameans. So we have inhabited Jerusalem. Then the word of Yahweh came to Jeremiah, saying, Thus says Yahweh of hosts, the God of Israel, Go and say to the men of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, Will you not receive discipline by listening to my words, declares Yahweh? The words of Jonadab the son of Rechab, which he commands his sons not to drink wine, are established. So they do not drink wine to this day, for they have listened to his, their father's command. But I have spoken to you, rising up early and speaking, yet you have not listened to me. Also, I have sent to you all my slaves, the prophets, rising up early and sending, saying, 
Turn now every man from his evil way and make good your deeds, and do not walk after other gods to serve them. Then you will inhabit the land which I have given to you and to your fathers, but you have not inclined your ear or listened to me. Indeed, the sons of Jonadab, the son of Rechab, have established the command of their father, which he commanded them. But this people has not listened to me. Therefore, thus says Yahweh, the God of hosts, the God of Israel, Behold, I am bringing on Judah and on all the inhabitants of Jerusalem all the harmful evil that I have spoken against them, because I have spoken to them, but they did not listen. And I have called them, but they did not answer. Then Jeremiah said to the house of the Rechabites, Thus says Yahweh of hosts, the God of Israel, Because you have listened to the command of Jonadab your father, kept all his commands, and done according to all that he commanded you, therefore thus says Yahweh of hosts, the God of Israel, Jonadab the son of Rechab shall not have a man cut off from standing before me always. Chapter 36 Now it happened in the fourth year of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, this word came to Jeremiah from Yahweh, saying, Take a scroll of a book, and write on it all the words which I have spoken to you concerning Israel, and concerning Judah, and concerning all the nations, from the day I first spoke to you, from the days of Josiah even to this day. Perhaps the house of Judah will hear all the evil which I devised to bring on them, in order that every man will turn from his evil way. Then I will forgive their iniquity and their sin. Then Jeremiah called Baruch, the son of Neriah, and Baruch wrote on a scroll in the dictation of Jeremiah all the words of Yahweh which he had spoken to them. And Jeremiah commanded Baruch, saying, I am confined, I cannot go into the house of Yahweh. So you shall go and read from the scroll which you have written in my, at my dictation, the words of Yahweh in the hearing of the people in the house of Yahweh on a fast day. And you shall also read them in the hearing of all the people of Judah who come from their cities. Perhaps their supplications will come before Yahweh and everyone will turn from his evil way. For great is the anger and the wrath that Yahweh has spoken against this people. So Baruch the son of Neriah did according to all that Jeremiah the prophet commanded him, reading from the book the words of Yahweh in the house of Yahweh. Now it happened... In the fifth year of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, in the ninth month, that all the people in Jerusalem and all the people who came from the cities of Judah to Jerusalem called for a fast before Yahweh. Then Baruch read from the book the words of Jeremiah in the house of Yahweh in the chamber of Gemariah, the son of Shephan the scribe, in the upper court, at the entry of the new gate of the house of Yahweh, in the hearing of all the people. Then Micaiah, the son of Gemariah, the son of Shephan, heard all the words of Yahweh from the book. And he went down to the king's house, into the scribe's chamber, and behold, all the officials were sitting there. Elishema, the scribe, and Delaiah, the son of Shemaiah, and Elnathan, the son of Akbor, and Gemariah, the son of Shephan, and Zedekiah, the son of Hananiah, and all the other officials. And Micaiah declared to them all the words they had heard when Baruch read from the book in the hearing of the people. Then all the officials sent Jehudi, the son of Nethaniah, the son of Shemaliah, the son of Cushi, to Baruch, saying, Take in your hand the scroll from which you read in the hearing of the people, and come. 
So Baruch the son of, Ner- of Neriah took the scroll in his hand and went to them. And they said to him, Sit down, please, and read it in our hearing. So Baruch read it in their hearing. Now it happened that when, he heard all, when they heard all the words, they turned in dread one to another and said to Baruch, We will surely declare all these words to the king. And they asked Baruch, saying, Declare to us, please, how did you write all these words? Was it at his dictation? Then Baruch said to them, He dictated all these words to me, and I wrote them with ink in the book. Then they, the officials said to Baruch, Go, hide yourself, you and Jeremiah, and do not let anyone know where you are. So they went to the king in the court, but they had deposited the scroll in the chamber of Elishama, the scribe, and they declared all the words in the hearing of the king. Then the king sent Jehudi to get the scroll, and he took it out of the chamber of Elishama, the scribe, and Jehudi read it in the hearing of the king, as well as in the hearing of all the officials who stood beside the king. Now the king was sitting in the winter house in the ninth month, with a fire burning in the brazier before him. And it happened that when Jehudi had read three or four columns, the king cut it with a scribe's knife and threw it into the fire that was in the brazier, until all the scroll was consumed in the fire that was in the brazier. Yet the king and all his servants who heard all these words were not in dread, nor did they tear their garments. Even though Elnathan and Delaiah and Gamariah interceded with the king not to burn the scroll, he would not listen to them. And the king commanded Jeremiah, the king's son, Siraiah, the son of Azrael, and Shemaliah, the son of Abadael, to take Baruch the scribe and Jeremiah the prophet, but Yahweh hid them. Then the word of, Je- of Yahweh came to Jeremiah after the king had burned the scroll and the words which Barak had written at the dictation of Jeremiah, saying, Taking in another scroll and write on it all the former words which were on the first scroll, which Jehoiakim, the king of Judah, burned. And concerning Jehoiakim, king of Judah, you shall say, Thus says Yahweh, You have burned this scroll, saying, Why have you written on it that the king of Babylon will certainly come and make this land a ruin? and will make men and beasts cease from it. Therefore, thus says Yahweh concerning Jehoiakim, king of Judah, He shall have no one to sit on the throne of David, and his dead body shall be cast out to the heart of the day and the frost of the night, and I will also punish him and his seed and his servants for their iniquity. And I will bring on them and the inhabitants of Jerusalem and the men of Judah all the evil that I have spoken about to them, but they did not listen. Then Jeremiah took another scroll and gave it to Baruch the son of Neriah, the scribe, and he wrote on it in the direction, at the dictation of Jeremiah all the words of the book which Jehoiakim king of Judah had burned in the fire, and many similar words were added to them. And now Jeremiah 45. This is the message which Jeremiah the prophet spoke to Baruch the son of Neriah, when he had written down these words in a book at Jeremiah's dictation, in the fourth year of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, saying, Thus says Yahweh the God of Israel to you, O Baruch. You said, Ah, woe is me, for Yahweh has added sorrow to my pain. I am weary with my sighing and have found no rest. Thus you are to say to him, Thus says Yahweh, Behold, What I have built I am about to pull down. 
and what I have planted I am about to uproot, that is, the whole land. But as for you, you are seeking great things for yourself. Do not seek them, for behold, I am going to bring calamity on all flesh, declares Yahweh. But I will give your life to you as a spoil in all the places where you may go. Now Psalm 133. Behold, how good and pleasant it is for brothers to dwell together in unity. It is like the good oil upon the head, coming down upon the beard, Aaron's beard, coming down upon the edge of his robes. It is like the dew of Hermon coming down upon the mountains of Zion. For there Yahweh commanded the blessings, live forever. Now James chapter 3. Do not many of you become teachers, my brothers, knowing that we will receive a stricter judgment. For we all stumble in many ways. If anyone does not stumble in what he says, he is a perfect man, able to bridle the entire body as well. Now if we put the bits into the horse's mouth so that they will obey us, we direct their entire body as well. Look at the ships also. Though they are so great and are driven by strong winds, they are still directed by a very small rudder, wherever the inclination of the pilot wills. So also the tongue is a small part of the body, and yet it boasts of great things. Behold how great a forest is set aflame by such a small fire. And the tongue is a fire, the very world of the unrighteous, uh, the very world of unrighteousness. The tongue is set among our members as that which defiles the entire body and sets on fire the course of our existence and is set on fire by hell. For every kind of beasts and birds of reptiles and creatures of the sea is tamed and has been tamed by mankind, but no one can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil and full of deadly poison. With it we bless our Lord and Father, and with it we curse men who have been made in the likeness of God. From the same mouth come blessings and cursings, my brothers. These things ought not to be so. Does a fountain pour forth from the same opening fresh and bitter water? Can a fig tree, my brothers, produce olives, or a vine produce figs? Nor can salt water produce fresh. Who among you is wise and understanding? Let him show by his good conduct his works in the gentleness of wisdom. But if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your heart, do not be arrogant and so lie against the truth. This wisdom is not coming down from above, but is earthly, natural, demonic. For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there is disorder and every evil practice. But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, considerate, submissive, full of mercy and good fruits, without doubting, without hypocrisy. And the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. This is the word of the Lord. Now the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, 
the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. And now the Collect for Grace. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings may be ordered by thy governance to do always that is righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. All right, folks, it's good to be back. I, I missed being here every morning uh, in the busyness of of my trip. Matter of fact, by this time of day, uh, while I was driving, I would have already been two to three hours down the road from wherever I started that day. And, uh, and right now, well, actually, because it's central time zone, class would have started an hour ago. So, um, it's a good trip, good study of church history and, and uh, early church history, the first 600 years. Um, the fact that Dr. White was able to cover that <laughs> in three days, um, you have to admit we just hit the mountaintops. And as he said in the, in the uh, lectures, you know, that we have to read the material for the class. Otherwise, we're not going to pick up on all of it because he wasn't able to cover it in lectures. It would have been better to have this as a normal semester class where you meet every week and get a you know, couple, three hours a week of, of, of looking through the uh, material. But that was not possible. So we had three whirlwind days of instruction and... Uh, Trust me, by the end of each and every day, our brains were full and we were ready to just chill. Um, I want to say a huge thank you to the people of Grace Bible Church because they fed us well this trip. We had lunch provided um, most days. We had dinner provided most days. Um, one day they even did breakfast for us. That was Saturday his classes were Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Um, so we were well taken care of. And so uh, thank you for that. Um, thank you for the great hospitality that uh, the Federally family gave us. They, they had the entire class and all the professors and many of the church elders from GBC over to their house for dinner on Friday night. Um, I think they had like five or six tables set up in the, they had the, see, they had the dining room table, the breakfast table. There were three tables set up in the living room and one table set up in the entry foyer so that we had, all of the students had a place to, uh, to sit and, and to eat and great, grilled chicken. It was just delicious. Um, yeah, good stuff and, and, and good company and, and very hospitable of them to do that. Um, and to all the people who made food and brought it to the seminary where we could sit and eat and feast in wonderful, uh, you know, it was just, it was really nice. Um, saved a lot of money too, <laughs> not having to buy anything more than breakfast most days. So that was, that was nice. 
Um, and, uh, you know, my roommates at the Airbnb, we had a great time. We would get home from class and then we would sit and talk until nine or 10 o'clock, well past when we should have been in bed because we had to get up early for class the next day. Um, I did enjoy Waffle House a few times. That was nice. I've determined that I, I uh, it's the bacon bowl, the bacon hash brown bowl that I, I like it better. than Generally, I'm a sausage person, but their bacon is really good. And uh, so, yeah, I had a, had a bacon bowl. That was, that I've determined that's my favorite breakfast so far. Although I haven't tried their omelets yet. They've got some, they've got some good looking omelets. So I maybe have to, next time I'm near a waffle house, I may have to grab a, an omelet. Um, but it's going to be a while till I'm near a Waffle House. Because I'm trying to think, I think the closest Waffle House is in Denver. Which is, you know, Missoula's getting a Chick-fil-A. We need a Waffle House now. That would, that would, that would be good. You know, there are a couple of Waffle Houses. One on the south side, one on the north side. Let's, let's, let's uh, bring Waffle House to Montana. That'll be my new battle cry now that we have a Chick-fil-A in Missoula. It's bring Waffle House to Montana. All right. Well, that's Squirrel Chatter for today, folks. Have a wonderful Friday. Have a great weekend. Make sure you go to church on Sunday. Remember to do the things you ought to do. Don't do the things you ought not do. Whatever you do, do it for the glory of the Lord. We'll see you again next week when we'll get back on our regular schedule of events here on Squirrel Chatter. Take care. God bless. Squirrel Chatter is recorded in front of a live studio hamster.